The following Marx Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. The Definitive Guide to Oils Before you can hope to make it as a speculator and start slinging barrels for big money, you've got to understand exactly what's gushing forth from the Earth's crust. Yes, that's right. It doesn't start and stop just with crude, and there's far more to oil than dinosaur bones. In fact, most experts agree that the bulk of crude oil is derived from prehistoric, single-celled plankton remains. Then you've got the abiogenic theory, which posits that, uh, hmm, wrong oils. Sorry. Today's post is actually about edible oils. (laughs) Well, they're all technically edible, They can be swallowed and digested, but as far as being palatable, let alone healthful, that remains to be seen. Not all oils are created equal, especially given the fact that most of the ones people use nowadays are actually created in an industrial laboratory. No oil exists naturally, mind you. Olive oil isn't harvested by leaving open containers under leaking, dripping olives on the branch, nor is that liquid sloshing around inside a coconut pure oil. I'm not trying to disparage processing in and of itself. It takes a certain amount of processing to get all sort of oil, but a general rule is to avoid consuming the oils that require processing on a large scale. If it involves an industrial plant, multiple stainless steel vats, a deodorizer, a degummer, and the harsh petroleum-derived solvent known as hexane, I wouldn't eat it. But that's just me, and Grok, who probably wasn't processing wild rapeseed to get the precious canola oil. But this is the definitive guide to oils. Everything goes. No stone left unturned, no oil left untasted, and bereft of analysis for fatty acid profile, oxidative potential, and rancidity proclivity. Canola Canola oil comes from rapeseed, a completely unpalatable seed rich in erucic acid, which is bitter and rather toxic. Canola oil is rapeseed oil stripped of erucic acid. It gets a lot of attention from doctors as heart-healthy oil, one of the good fats, rich in omega-3s, but the fact that canola processing generally uses upwards of 500 degrees means a good portion of the omega-3s could be rancid on the shelf. Fatty acid profile, 61% MUFA, 21% omega-6 PUFA, 9 to 11% omega-3 PUFA, 7% SFA. Flaxseed. I mentioned the seed and its oils a few times, and after being initially supportive of flax consumption, I now recommend minimizing intake. People generally use flax oil as an omega-3 supplement rather than for cooking, and this is a good choice, seeing as how flax is almost entirely made of PUFAs, which are prone to rancidity and oxidation when exposed to heat. Meat eaters, though, would be better off just taking fish oil. The DHA and EPA in fish oil are far more useful than the ALA in flaxseed oil. Strict vegetarians have at it. Just don't use flaxseed oil to saute your tofu. Fatty acid profile, 19% MUFA, 
24% omega-6 PUFA, 47% omega-3 PUFA from ALA, and 8-9% saturated fatty acid. Corn. Corn oil boggles my mind. I can't wrap my head around how extracting gallons upon gallons of liquid oil from a lowly corn cob is actually possible. How isn't it too much work for the payoff? I mean, I'm no corn eater, but I've chomped a few kernels in my day, and I don't understand how squeezing oil out of this non-vegetable sounds like a good idea to anyone. Fatty acid profile? 24% MUFA, 59% PUFA, mostly omega-6, 13% SFA. Olive and variations. Olive oil got a pretty good breakdown last year, so unless I'm leaving out some recent momentous news breaking out of the highly secretive olive oil world, there's not much more to say. It's a delicious salad oil, a decent sautéing oil, and it can even be used as a moisturizer and shaving lotion. Olive oil is one area where conventional wisdom gets it right. Enjoy this one and keep a bottle of extra virgin, cold-pressed olive oil, on hand for salad dressings. It also does a decent job standing up to heat, but will lose its delicate flavors if heated too high. This is a good enough reason for me to use a different fat or oil when cooking at high temperatures. <laughs> Why waste precious and often expensive olive oil when lard, for instance, will do the trick? Fatty acid profile? 73% MUFA, 3.5 to 21% omega-6 PUFA, 1% omega-3 PUFA, not even worth mentioning really, 14% saturated fatty acid. Coconut. MDA's darling, coconut oil is truly a star. I went over why in a recent post, but the gist of it is this. It's a tasty, shelf-stable, no hydrogenation required, tropical oil with a ton of saturated fatty acids. In fact, it's almost purely saturated, which is why most doctors and nutritionists will probably advise against its consumption. Not us, though. We love SFA. The refined coconut oil stands up to heat a bit better and it doesn't have a distinctive taste, but I can't recommend it. Unrefined virgin oil is a murky, cloudy mess, but a delicious, creamy mess. Eat the unrefined by the spoonful. Fatty acid profile, 6.2% MUFA, 1.6% PUFA, 92.1% SFA. Palm. Palm oil is controversial. Just check out the comment section on my last post on this subject. Many palm oil plantations encroach upon the rapidly dwindling natural habitats of the orangutan, which are already in short supplies in this world. The consensus seems to be that sustainable palm oil, especially the complex, nutritious, unrefined red palm oil, can be found. You've just got to look a little harder at the labels. West African red palm oil, for example, is considered to be pretty safe environmentally. Oh, and palm oil is also highly saturated and heat-stable. Red palm oil is also stable, but it deserves special mention for its nutrient density. Lots of CoQ10, Vitamin E, and SFAs. Fatty acid breakdown? 39% MUFA, 11% PUFA, 50% SFA.
fish. Fish oil is another one of the widely accepted good fats. This time, though, we agree with conventional wisdom. The omega-3 fatty acids, EPA and DHA, are unequivocally beneficial to us. They help balance our omega-6 to omega-3 ratios to a more appropriate pre-agricultural level, while they also promote proper cell function, good lipid numbers, and improved insulin sensitivity. To bone up on more fish oil information, check out my definitive guide on that subject. EPA and DHA levels vary by brand and type of fish, so check the label for yourself or look at this handy table over at marksdailyapple.com if you're getting your fish oil from actual seafood. Avocado. Who doesn't love a plump avocado with the right amount of give? If you can't get your hands on a good one, the next best thing might be a bottle of avocado oil. Its fatty acid profile is similar to that of olive oil, but it has an even higher smoke point, making it a decent choice for cooking. Personally, I still wouldn't use it for high heat cooking. The light, stable taste lends itself far better to salad dressing if you ask me. Buy in dark bottles to minimize oxidation. The breakdown? 70% MUFA, 12% Omega-6 PUFA, 1% Omega-3 PUFA, 12% SFA. Walnut. Walnut is one of the better tasting nut oils. It is high in omega-6s, sure, but walnut oil isn't something you're going to use every day or even every week. The stuff tastes great though and a small splash goes a long way at the end of a cooking session or onto a tossed salad. I definitely would advise against using this on a regular basis, especially for cooking, and you should always store it in a dark, cool spot in the house. For those that do dairy, try mixing it with a bit of full-fat Greek yogurt or unsweetened, fresh whipped cream and berries. Amazing. The breakdown? 23% MUFA, 53% Omega-6 PUFA, 10% Omega-3 PUFA, 9% SFA. Macadamia nut. I love this oil, but I also love the parent nut. The oil assumes the buttery, smooth, rich flavor of the macadamia nut, making it an interesting but favorable choice for salad dressings. It's also remarkably high in MUFAs and low in PUFAs, so it won't throw your ratios out of whack. Makes a surprisingly good homemade mayonnaise and can be used to saute or cook in a pinch. The only drawback is its price. Macadamia nut oil can get expensive. The breakdown? 71% MUFA, 10% PUFA, 12% SFA. Sesame seed. The premier flavor oil. Sesame seed oil, especially the toasted variety, offers an unmatched and irreplaceable flavor profile. Certain Asian dishes work best with a bit of sesame oil, but if you're wary of using it over high heat, which you probably should be, you can always add it to the dish after cooking. Despite the high PUFA content, sesame oil also contains a ton of antioxidants that can help minimize heat oxidation. I wouldn't use this more than semi-regularly, though. Good to keep in your pantry or fridge, but not an everyday item. The breakdown? 43% MUFA, 43% PUFA, 14% SFA. Peanut. Restaurants like to tout that they use healthy peanut oil in their deep fryers. 
Okay, the relatively mufa-rich peanut oil may be a better choice than corn or sunflower oil for high heating, but it's still a legume oil, already off-limits, prone to rancidity. In the UK, it's known as groundnut oil. Avoid both. Breakdown, 46% mufa, 32% pufa, 17% SFA. Sunflower oil. Insanely high in PUFAs with little to no omega-3s to balance them out. Sunflower seed oil is a pretty bad choice for sautéing, baking, roasting, and even salad making. Trouble is, it's everywhere, and it has a reputation for being healthy. Just don't keep the stuff in your house. Not a problem. It's flavorless, odorless, and completely boring. And keep dining out in cheap chain restaurants to a minimum. Or you could do what I do and request everything be cooked in butter. And you should be able to avoid sunflower seed oil. Breakdown, 19% MUFA, 63% PUFA, 10% SFA. Safflower. Like sunflower seed oil, but worse. The oil derived from the bastard saffron is about 75% omega-6 PUFAs with not a speck of omega-3 in sight. It's also low in MUFAs and SFA. What's not to dislike? Breakdown, 14% MUFA, 75% PUFA, 6% SFA. Cottonseed. At least most of the oils I've mentioned come from technically edible plants in some form or another. Cottonseed oil, however, comes from cotton. You know, the stuff your shirt's made of. Yeah. It's everywhere, from margins to cereal to shortening to frozen desserts to bread. Because it's cheaper than other oils. You can thank its status as one of Monsanto's big four genetically modified crops for that. And it only needs partial hydrogenation to maintain stability. Luckily, that won't be an issue for primal blueprinters who already avoid all that stuff in the first place. Warn your friends and family, though. Breakdown, 17% MUFA, 52% PUFA, 26% SFA. Grapeseed. Skip this stuff. It does have a buttery taste, and it gets a lot of hype as a worthy replacement for olive oil, but it's got high oxidation potential, especially if you follow the recommended instructions and use it for deep frying or high heat sautéing. It's rather pricey too, so there's no good reason to use it. Breakdown, 16% MUFA, 70% PUFA, 9% SFA. Soybean oil. Soybean oil is about as ubiquitous as corn and canola, again, thanks to Monsanto. In fact, you'll often see an ingredient list include canola and or soybean oil. Huh? Do food manufacturers honestly not know what kind of fat is going into their product? Best avoid the crapshoot and skip anything that might contain soybean oil altogether. The fact that it's often partially hydrogenated suppresses my appetite even further. No thanks. Breakdown, 23% MUFA, 51% Omega-6 PUFA, 6% Omega-3 PUFA, 14% SFA. As you can tell, seed and nut oils probably shouldn't make up a significant portion of your diet. Some, like coconut, olive, macadamia, palm, avocado, and fish, are great, 
but the vast majority of oils are unnatural and way too high in PUFAs. And just remember, with some of the more questionable borderline oils, a little bit goes a long way. I haven't covered every edible oil known to humankind in this article. For information on other oils, reference the tables at marksdailyapple.com and start up a discussion in the comment board or the forum. What are your preferred edible oils and why? Let me know your thoughts. P.S. If you like this article, make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a review or rating. It'll really help us out. Thanks. Hey, Primal listeners. Here's a quick health tip for you. Most Primal paleo-oriented health professionals agree that supplementing with pharmaceutical-grade fish oil is an easy way to help you achieve peak health. Omega-3s support a healthy immune system, pain-free flexible joints, brain and nerve health, and serve as nature's anti-inflammatory fats that can help keep chronic inflammation in check. Primal Nutrition's Vital Omegas are the highest quality source of the essential fatty acids DHA and EPA, concentrated and refined to the highest levels of purity, and packaged in easy-to-swallow capsules. Order three bottles and get one free at PrimalBlueprint.com.